0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. The
1: New York Mets have acquired Mike Piazza from the Florida Marlins.
0: When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The fan one Oh one nine FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. and Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. And out on a
1: Friday, what's up, 502 Football Friday. Not a lot of these left. The Eddie schizzeri Hello, good morning, how you be? And across from me, his name is Al Daniel Dukes. What's up, man?
2: Good morning, Jerry. Every week, we lose more football games. Uh, we do, yeah. So this is the biggest uh, football playoff weekend. We get the most games. We get less next week We Six less.
1: this weekend, four next weekend, two and one. Ooh. Six, four, ten, two, three. Thirteen games left in the NFL season, and the Super Bowl doesn't count. Let's be honest; doesn't count. Now that's uh, become a, an entertainment. Is all that is. I have a question for you, Jerry. So,
2: uh, NFL Network has been running, I guess, uh, all all week, or this especially towards the end of the week. Uh, previous games were the wild card teams that are playing each other this week. Previous games this season, if they played. Oh, each they other. were matched up? Yeah. So, for example, right now on NFL Network, they're running Niners uh, Seahawks. Nice. And I get very caught up in uniforms and that sort of For thing. For sure. Why can't, if the teams are v- very different colors, why can't we both teams wear their solid colored uh, I don't, jerseys?
1: I don't know the answer to that. I don't right? know why that rule is in place. I do not know. Right? Like do, Seahawks, do. Niners. You got a red solid jersey, don't
2: know. blue do not you call Roger Goodell? You got his number? He never answers my calls. Why
1: don't you just send an email to the office? I'm sure you'll get an answer from somebody. There's got to be do. a rule in place as to why that is. I don't know. That I Imagine they're like getting ready for wild card
2: weekend, and I'm asking about colored uniforms. <laughs> I, I'll tell you this. This probably won't be the dumbest email they get. <laughs> There's got to be worse than that. Yeah, it's like after the game, Josh Allen goes, "Well, I threw that interception because I thought that turquoise jersey <laughs> was mine because it
1: was solid." Yeah, no, I don't, I don't know the answer, but yeah. I do think that you should effort that.
2: I, I'd uh, like to know. I feel like it visually looked better.
1: I found a great. A great follow for you specifically on Twitter. Ooh, okay. And maybe you do already. I don't Let's know. See if I I'm, do I'm already, gonna Jerry. see if I can find it real quick because when I saw this I thought immediately of you. Mm-hmm. And can I take a wild guess before you even tell me? Of course. Helmet addict? Helmet? No. Okay. No, that's not bad. <laughs> no. Um, so it's called Quirky Research. Oh, I do like that idea. Now quirky there's research. a lot of things that are unrelated to 1980s NFL. I'm not saying they're, yeah, that's not what this is, but there's a lot of old 1980s and early 90s NFL video footage that makes you feel like you're back in 1988. Yeah. And it's cool because, like, one of the videos that I was watching, Al Michaels, he sounds so young, doing a Monday night game. And I could bring this up to Boomer, see if he remembers this. I guess the Bengals were waiting for the. The final score of a Dolphin game on Monday Night Football enough, I think if the Dolphins won, they'd make the play. I forget what it was. It was 1985 or 86, whatever year it was. And they've got Boomer and Collinsworth mic'd up watching the game, and they're going back and forth. It's pretty cool, but the point is there's a lot of video from the 80s. I love that. And this is right up your alley. I love
2: sports videos from the 1980s, late 70s, throughout the entire 80s. I'll even take a little early, like 1990, 91. Sure. Uh, Jerry, uh, Woody Johnson uh, was out there yesterday. I hate that there's
1: no audio or video of this. Like, I want to hear him. Well, where does he do this then? I think he did it in the scrum, I think, with reporters. In a scrum with I be- reporters? I this Woody so. Johnson.
2: Get in front of a microphone. Yeah, yeah. Hey, he's talking about spending big bucks for uh, a veteran QB. Yeah, I believe that. He's talking about, uh, I did love this too. He said uh, that Mike LaFleur. Mike LaFleur uh, getting tossed, that was
1: uh, Rob Sala's idea. By the way, just real quick. Yeah. So if I'm reading this correctly, the white jersey thing and the dark jersey yeah. thing was initially put in because of black and white TV. Oh. And they decided even uh. after the advent of color TV to keep the rule in place. Now I've got
2: something to write my letter to Roger Goodell. Yes. Roger, I know this was initially put in. I've done my research, sir. I know this was initially put in place for black and white television. Yeah. So how about that?
1: That makes sense. That does make sense. Anyway, Robert Sala. I yeah. I do believe that.
2: Because we all had heard that Robert Sala and Mike LaFleur. Why can't I say his name?
1: LaFleur. Mike LaFleur. were like buddies. It's hard well, to fire your buddy. Brought him over. It is. But unless what they're saying happens to be accurate. Which that, is that he has all these offers? People yeah, knocking down his door. Yeah, that there are people door. that still think he's going to be really good, and they check in. Are you interested? And maybe the Jets are like, "Would you like to check? Feel free." Like we've always talked about this, and that if you've got a chance to better yourself, your teammates, so that would be us, I think, would support you. My boomer always talks about when a guy gets a free agent deal. If you can do better for yourself, good for you. You'd like him to stay, but good for you. Maybe Rob Sala's like, listen. So-and-so's calling. If you want to check it out, go check it out.
2: Right. So-and-so's calling. They have a permanent good quarterback. Well, that too.
1: <laughs> go look. Go now. That's why replacing him is difficult yes. from this standpoint. I mean, listen, there's only 32 offensive coordinator jobs for the NFL in the world. I get it. But, like, you're coming to what exactly? Who's yes. the quarterback? the no quarterback. The coach might be gone in the middle of the season next year if they don't get out to a decent start. I don't... I well, I know. guess
2: oh, uh, looking at it that way, you could think, well, maybe I'd be, be head coach in the middle of the year. Uh yeah,
1: I suppose. I can right, imagine it'd be a mess. It's a little bit of a mess. Yes. Right. If you're a veteran guy who thinks they can come in and deal with whatever quarterback you have, yeah, you might have a chance to be an NFL head coach at some point next season. That seems like a conniving way to take the job, but <laughs> but you could make that case, I suppose. Before I take this job, Mr. Sala, how
2: comfortable are you in your job? Not that comfortable? I'm I'll in. take it.
1: <laughs> Woody, I want to make sure that I'm the next
2: guy. <laughs> yeah, I will take this
1: job because I'm coming
2: in here with no real quarterback. I will take this job, but I've got to be promised the head coaching job if
1: he gets fired. Right, and I want that in on writing. In writing. Yes. Well, we won't show it to anybody. That's
2: pretty much what I said to uh, corporate CBS when they gave me uh, or or offered me the David Lee Roth job. I go, I'll take it. But when this ends,
1: you ain't getting rid of it. <laughs> when you fire him, I yeah. stay. <laughs> I'm staying. <laughs> and look at you now. It's 2023 and you're still here. That was just a verbal agreement I had. But that was a verbal agreement I had. I believe it. They said, okay. If you're going to take a shot and you're going to help them, yeah. I think that's fair. That was, yeah. That was what year? 2006. Six. Wow. 17 years ago you did January mornings with one of your idol, your rock idols yeah who promptly hated you no <laughs> and you worked with Michelle right i did yeah yeah how about that how about that the dream team of producers oh we were killing it jerry mhm no you were killing it all right <laughs> weren't you both banned from the studio <laughs> Eventually, yes. Yeah,
2: it's, uh, it's too funny. She was banned before me, so I felt like I was <laughs> she, the last. She went first, then you. Yeah, I was the last one to get banned. How many people were on that show? Uh, there was a guy who ran the board who right. came from Boston. Uh, there was uh, 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 me, um, Michelle. Michelle. Then there was, uh, he had his guitarist with him. Right. Who's the guy that chased you in Miami? Animal, <laughs> with his uh, bodyguard.
1: That's right. Yeah.
2: So it was what a you full show. For your Jerry. Life. <laughs> we had a very full show every day. Uh, too funny. Yeah. Anyway, uh, and I also saw that uh, the
1: Jets' offensive line coach. That doesn't mean anything to me. <laughs> Yeah.
2: Stop it with the offensive line, Jerry. Yeah.
1: I mean, they had no run game at the end. Yeah. So I, I get they had issues. You got to make changes. That's not a surprise. Yeah, that barely was even covered anywhere. He, no offense to him, but it's an offensive line coach. No, I bet you most Jet fans can even tell you who the offensive line coach was at this point. Well, Coordinators yeah. and coaches people know. Yeah, right. the, once you start breaking down position coaches... But it's funny because we complain about the offensive line yeah. a lot, and yet we don't even know who to, who's responsible. Well, because at some point there's got to be some accountability by the guys on the... You know who you usually hold accountable? Who's the GM for for assembling it. Oh, right. Usually. It's your fault. Yeah, I mean, in a lot of cases, plus Beckton wasn't there. I mean, there's a lot of reasons why they weren't that good, and they got injured. I mean, they miss guys, so They're that's mean. part of it. I always, I always wonder, too, when... And it's not unique to the Jets or only for the Jets, but this happens in a lot of places. When a when a team loses a big portion of a unit, so let's say in this case the offensive line. Let's say the let's say the Giants, the wide receivers, and let's say the Giants didn't make the playoffs this year, and and they went eight eight and one and just missed out and their offensive uh, production with the passing game wasn't great, and you looked at the wide receivers and who got hurt, who wasn't there. Kenny Galladay was a waste on him, by the way. We'd probably blame the wide receivers coach. Yeah, his fault. Instead of actually looking at the fact that you don't have top-tier talent, and then when people are like, well, they're professionals. Okay, well, then why do some make so much more money than others? Because they're supposed to be so much better than the others. And yet, we'll just fire guys as opposed to blaming what the real problem is. Someone's got to pay the price. And yeah, that I was guess Mike that's Lafleur. what it is. I suppose so. Well, he didn't get fired, so he'll be in a better spot probably. Yeah, I mean, it'd be
2: it'd be tough to be in a worse spot. Well, <laughs> that's, right? that's true. There's not a lot of... Houston. Uh, Houston, definitely Houston's a worse spot. spot. Yes, it is. Indianapolis, Houston. perhaps,
1: could be a worse spot. Mm, yeah, I suppose too. Well, Houston's... What's the, who's the quarterback there, yeah. Houston's bad a lot, right? Well, well, they were, well, yes and no. I mean, they were in the playoffs with Deshaun Watson how many years in a row. They just never did anything in the playoffs. Yeah. They're just one of those fake teams to you.
2: Yeah, they will always be an expansion team. Even though me. they
1: had a franchise there forever in the Oilers. Yeah. It's just different. Well, then bring back the Oilers. How Jerry. do you feel about the um, – now, this sounds funny. How do you feel about the Browns? Uh, See, that doesn't bother you doesn't because bother you grew me. up with the Browns, even though that's a new team.
2: Yeah, but they were a, to me, they were a legacy team because they got to keep okay. the, the uniforms, the names. So name. if the
1: Texans came back as the Oilers, that would, then that you wouldn't have thought of them as an expansion team. No, and Jerry, I would be so on board. I, I know you. Oh, my God.
2: <laughs> I'd be an Oiler fan through and through, even if they were terrible. It would be right
1: up your alley. <laughs> Bring back the white and the powder blue. Oh, my gosh. And terrible turf.
2: Yes, right. They'd have to play on a terrible turf where people are getting hurt. Basically a, you know, astroturf turf over concrete again. <laughs> uh, speaking of the Oilers, who uh, they had Kenny Stabler there for a little while, too. That's a phrase I didn't think I'd hear today. Speaking of the Oilers, yes. Yeah. And I saw the uh, Super 70s sports guy yeah, on uh, Twitter. Great, yep, another great follower. He tweeted you. out a picture of uh, Kenny Stabler in Raider uniform getting phone numbers of Denver Broncos cheerleaders. <laughs> <laughs> Different time, Al. What a life that guy was leading. Different time. The snake.
1: Yeah. To Kenny me. Stabler. Speaking of that, did you see the boa constrictor that was crossing the Florida highway yesterday?
0: No. Oof.
1: This thing looks like something out of Jurassic Park. During the break, you got to check that out. A big boa constrictor. It, man, it, those things, they yeah. squeeze you, Jerry. But Florida's weird.
2: They've got all sorts of prehistoric I know, animals there. I, know.
1: Like, I love Florida, but I sometimes think if I if we had these hours and lived in Florida, oh, what would it. we encounter when we go out to our car at 3 o'clock in the morning? Yeah. Hissing alligators. Right. Right here, maybe there's a deer at the back of our driveway. We go there, we could have alligators just under our car. That's freaky. The boa constrictor is very odd in that it will squeeze you to death, mm. crush your bones, and
2: then you're easier to eat okay. in one.
1: Yeah, I can imagine. Thank you. What a terrible way to go.
2: Plus, it's easy to find if your friend's been eaten by a boa constrictor. The boa constrictor looks gigantic because the whole body's in there. uh, Yes, I understand. And that's how they eat deer and everything. Okay, All right. Let's liven things up. That is an unbelievable animal. And some people love to, like... Own them? Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Why would you (laughs)
2: love an animal that can crush you? I have no idea. They're not a dog. I mean, my dog bit me the other day. They're wild animals. Yeah,
1: I've always said that. The
2: boa constrictor decides to either, and that could either bite you, because don't they have fangs? and I'm sure they do. Or crush your bones How about and then this? eat you. Let's steer clear. <laughs> Let's just steer clear. <laughs> no boa constrictors. Nah, what else? Now, we also got word yesterday, Jerry, that uh, if there is a Bills-Chiefs AFC title game, it's going to be in Atlanta.
1: which that is it's vanilla.
2: So vanilla.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I really hope it doesn't come down to that. Me too. That's one of those things. Like, you know, when there's a blizzard and a snowstorm like we saw earlier this year and they play the game in Detroit, that's unique, that's different, and that's mother nature. That's fine. And I know the circumstances for this. I don't want it to get to that. Me neither. That would be just a blah look. Very vanilla. You know, it look like a college bowl game. Yes. That's what that will have the feel of.
2: And especially if if it's Chiefs-Bills, like they say, that's where it would be. Both of those are cold Absolutely. outdoor. Like you want the weather elements in the game. I always wonder if the players actually like it.
1: Like we sit there as the viewers, <laughs> oh, these guys are out there with no sleeves on, they're fired up. It's freaking freezing out there.
2: Yeah, like which there's gotta be players that are
1: like, Oh, I wish we were in a dome today
2: and others that are like eating it up that Agreed. it's
1: three degrees outside. Well, that's like the old, you know, the Chargers go to Pittsburgh. Yes. And lose ninety three to nothing because they look like they don't even want to play. Well, there was that one playoff game, Chargers went to Cincinnati, where it was negative.
2: It was like one of the coldest games. and Yeah, and you got Dan Fouts out there. like the
1: the steam's coming off their head. (laughs) (laughs) Where's San Diego? It's true. It's absolutely true. It's funny. We were, as you know, we were in uh, Evanston, Illinois, for Rutgers Northwestern the other day. And so it was not bad. It was 45 degrees. That wasn't warm. But forty-five degrees near Chicago in January is pretty good. You'll take it. So most of the guys on Rutgers, when they went got on the bus to go to practice on Wednesday during the day, they were in their shorts, not a big deal. Just go outside, get on the bus, go. There was another team in the hotel, the volley the men's volleyball team from UC San Diego. Ooh. They looked like they were in Minneapolis. <laughs> They had these gigantic jackets on. Like, we got to walk out there. It's freezing around oh, they're here. They're big, poofy, north Face yes, coats exactly. on. Not all of them, but at least half of them. Yeah. thought it was it's where you come from. It just feels different.
2: Would you, if you were a player, Jerry, and uh, you were, let's say you were from San Diego, and you were going into Buffalo, would you be one of those guys that I'd toughed it up?
1: <laughs> you, would you, in the warm-ups, be shirtless? No. I hated bad weather. I did not like playing in bad weather, ever. Yeah. I was not one of those guys, it's raining, let's go play football in the mud. I didn't care for football. It's funny, as an adult, I like playing football in the snow with my kids more than I did as a kid. And the rain, forget. I hated playing in the rain. Football, baseball, didn't care for it.
2: Yeah, the only people that must like the bad weather are defensive guys. Defensive linemen,
1: linebackers, because you feel like it's... You could... Jar a ball loose. Maybe. And the playing field's a little leveled because they can't cut like they would like to. I suppose. But you know what? You can't cut either to stop. They're the ones that still know where they're going. You don't. You know who wants that game in Atlanta? Both kickers. Yeah. Right? (laughs) (laughs) You're probably right about that. Although, if you go back in the day, was it Adam Vinatieri with the Patriots? That's true. I mean, he made... Right? Was it Vinatieri against the Raiders? Yes. And and the Blizzard? Like, it didn't matter where he kicked. He was one of those guys that could make kicks anywhere. So, but I agree with you. They'd probably be, would They'd be love like, oh. kicking in the dome. Nice conditions, no wind. But then they have no excuse if they shank a game winner. Well, that's true, too. You can't but, go the weather. Even the Cowboys Commanders game, week 18, no one could kick because it was too breezy, I guess. I don't mean, are going right. They're going left. How about down the middle. Let's try that. All right, quick break. 5 18. We will get to the Giants, of course, because they're playing the Vikings this week in Minnesota this Sunday, of course, at 440. It is Super Wild Card Weekend. It's a football Friday, and that also means, on the other side, really one of the final editions of Cool Games. That's coming up next right here on The Fan.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild conquer the weekend in the all-new hyundai santa fe visit hyundai or call 562-314-4603 for more details hyundai there's joy in every journey before history is written
2: Bobby Orr, behind it the and
0: it's played to Nelly, to Neister,
1: before it's frozen in time it's fought one shift at a time Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry. Only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands. All hand-finished and graded for excellence. All right, nice to have you with us. 25 After 5. It is a football Friday. This song is from mid-80s, would you say? Late 70s? Uh, 80s, for sure. 80s, for sure. I did one of those things yesterday. I was all over the place in the car. I know you like to sometimes listen to uh, full CDs or discs or albums, whatever. I put in Tears for Fears just for poops and giggles. How many songs do you think were hits for them?
2: I'm going to say Tears
1: for Fears had... Five hits. I came up with four. Okay. I thought it would be more, and I was was going through them. And maybe, I guess, in some way, shape, or form, other songs were more hit-worthy. Right. But in terms of popularity, four. And I kept going, like, they had a lot of songs. Like you knew that you knew them. Oh, for sure. But four, after that, hmm, quite the drop-off. Yes. So, anyway, hopefully there's no drop-off this weekend. Back now, then,
2: as long as you had one per album, you were solid, Jerry. It would just, because you, you you weren't buying singles back
1: then, they'd you'd buy the whole cassette. The singles were more, what, late 80s? Probably?
2: Uh, yes.
1: Uh, into the 90s, for sure. But I would say late 80s, that started. Yeah. Interesting. All right, got to take, not take a break, we got to get uh, into football this weekend because we have reached Super Wild Card Week, and now it's the playoffs, and you would think, you would think, that that means every game is a a must-watch because they're standalone games. Maybe. Maybe they are, maybe they're not. Now, clearly, we've looked at these already as opposed to most weeks. But this is what we call the playoff edition of something known as Cool Games. Thank you, Jerry. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Time! Got some cool big finish (laughs) right into the sacks. They're the rules of cool games. As you know, they've got to be a game that you want to watch start to finish without interruption. It's got to be a game that you are going to be locked into for four quarters, assuming the game is at least decent and good and that you are excited for. It can't be a passable game. Can't be a game that, you know what? I got to take the Christmas tree down, got to make sure it's on in the background. You want to sit your ass down on the couch, watch the game, eat your wings, have a beer and not move. That is what we deem a cool game. Exactly, Jerry. So let's see for
2: Super Wild Card Weekend, and this is spread out over three days. Yes, sir. So let's start with Saturday, Jerry. First game kicking off Super Wild Card Weekend, the Seattle Seahawks at San Francisco. That's an eight. That's a sorry, 4.30 game. Jerry, is this a
1: cool game? I'm going to leave this one to you because for me, it's not from this standpoint. I don't really care to watch the Seahawks. I'm not interested in the Geno Smith story. I think he's been okay. He's been really good early. He's been fine. I know he broke Russell uh, Wilson's uh, yard. Great. I don't like watching them. I'm not, and I no. I'm not interested in this game in terms of sitting down and watching every second of it. No, but I'm gonna I'm gonna let this be chosen by you. Cool game or not? I'm gonna go no on
2: this one as well. Okay. Because for that reason, uh, if I'm around in front of a TV, will I put it on? Yes. Uh, later on in the night or the next morning, will I watch a, uh, the 15-minute um, highlight, uh, highlight, highlight package that's on YouTube? Absolutely, I will but to commit four hours to It's not to appointment
1: it, TV. It's not appointment TV, thus not a cool game. And again, that's for me not really being very interested in the Seahawks, which is a personal choice, Yeah, though, is what it
2: is. All right, Jerry, what about this one? 8-15 on Saturday evening. You've got the Los
1: Angeles Chargers at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Is this a cool game? This is an interesting one because I'm very intrigued by the quarterbacks. The problem I have with this is the Jaguars aren't very good, and I know no. they've played better down the stretch. And they won the division. This to me is more about Justin Herbert and Trevor Lawrence. So I think it might be a fun game. I think it's a great game if you're having people over for it to be on. It's a half cool game. I don't know how to. I don't know how to describe. It's a good game, which means it's not a cool game. But unfortunately. it should be because of the quarterbacks. It should be.
2: But I think the problem is it's the Jaguars. That's a problem. And I even do the agree. Chargers this year. Fell off a little bit. Like there was, uh, I felt the like the charges were a little disappointing this year. Yeah, they were a little disappointing this year. I agree with that. And that's hanging over this game. I'm going to say then, I guess we're agreeing, Jerry. Not a cool game.
1: Yeah, no, I I think that's
2: true. Well, hopefully things turn around on Sunday. At 1 o'clock, we've got Eddie's Miami Dolphins with a third-string quarterback heading into Buffalo. Yeah, that
1: that's the problem right there. Yeah, third-string QB. Yeah, because I think this game has the potential to be great. I really do. If Tua didn't have the concussion issue, if he was healthy, you know, you got Tyreek Hill running up and down the field, you've got the whole thing with the Bills, it's emotional. Like there's a lot of really good storylines. The problem is a big storyline is the starting quarterback is out and then the backup quarterback isn't there and you're playing Skylar Thompson. I just I don't see how they can go in and even compete in this game. I agree. So Unfortunately, it's this, looking like this could have been yeah. All right, balls, would be my aunt. Yep. I don't know how that's relevant to the story, <laughs> but okay. Unless I just insulted your Dolphins, I suppose. I mean, do you disagree about this being a really great game with Skylar Thompson playing quarterback? It's going to be terrible. I, right. I I think that it could be like 35 nothing. I, I In the first half, by the way, I agree with you. I also think the Bills could turn the ball over five times and win. But yeah. Well, we've <laughs> seen Josh Allen throw bad interceptions all year and they still win the games because they're better. So, yeah, I I want this to be, but no. No.
2: Yeah, not a cool game. Nope. What
1: about this one, Jerry? Because right now we're 0 for 3.
2: Yeah. 4.30 p.m. Sunday, the New York Giants head
1: into Minneapolis. I actually think this is the most intriguing game of the weekend. Would I you say the coolest game, It Jerry? is. I think people are really excited for this game um, because of the way these two teams played earlier. People are really buying in on Daniel Jones now and Brian Dable and the Giants. Welcome aboard. Happy to have you. Um, And I think the Vikings are a puzzling team to figure out. 13 wins, and yet everybody thinks they are terrible. So, yeah, yes, this is a cool game. I'm actually very excited for 440 on Sunday to watch this. And I got got Rutgers-Ohio State at 2. So I will get home, maybe not in time for kickoff, but very soon after. So I can't wait for this game.
2: Well, Jerry, when you're in your car, check out WFAN. I'll be listening to Bob Popper. Bob Popper. Yes, and Carl Banks. All right, so we finally got a cool game yeah. at 4.30. No doubt. Now, there is a third game on Sunday. It's a Sunday night game. Yeah, there's a problem again. The Baltimore Ravens at the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, who's playing quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens? Well, we know it's not Lamar Jackson. No, exactly.
1: Exactly. Gosh. so Jerry I ask you yeah is this no. a cool game no it's, no, no, it's because not because the, the Ravens are brutal offensively without Lamar Jackson he's not there I can't I know a matter of fact this might be the worst of the what we said about the Dolphins and bills agree with all of that actually you're right Jerry this the may Ravens be the in worst. this game is the worst one of the weekend matter of fact this one I'm not even kidding you it's Sunday night we're working Monday I'm not watching this game. You hear that? It's a playoff game. Not watching it. You hear that, Ravens and Bengals? Not interested. Mm -mm. And and part of that, too, is I expect the Bengals to light them up. Like, I expect Joe Burrow to throw for 350 yards and for the Bengals to win this thing thing going away. And I know last week wasn't pretty. I get it. I expect uh, Sunday night for them to just destroy Baltimore.
2: All right, Jerry. Well, then, we've only got one more game remaining. This is a Monday night game. This is the Dallas Cowboys. Heading into Tampa to play Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Jerry Reco for one final time on Super Wild Card Weekend. Is this a cool game? Who's the visiting team? The visiting team is the Dallas
1: Cowboys. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Cool game. Cool game. I you know, I all, cool game aside, all around. It is, and it's it's interesting because one of my parameters usually is if the team's not very good, it can't be a cool game. The Bucks haven't been. They're eight and nine. They won the division. I don't even think this game should be in Tampa, but I get the rules. That said, like, so I talked to Michael Gallup yesterday. I interviewed him for our Compass Media Network's pregame show for Monday night. And when I mentioned at the end, I'm like, I can't do this interview without bringing up Tom Brady. I know you're an offensive player. You're not playing against Brady. I said, but when I mentioned 10 Super Bowls, seven Super Bowl championships, 35 playoff wins, not appearances, wins as a quarterback. I said, and Michael, when you were six years old, he was... You know, already in the NFL, like, what do you think of? He is bigger than the Bucks in this case, and I think he makes it a cool game. So, yes.
2: I agree, Jerry. Totally a cool game. Now, let me ask you this real quick. The, the 49ers play in what town now? Santa Clara. Santa Clara
1: weather, because someone called me about oh, this. It could be horrible. I talked to my cousin. I texted him. He's in um, a suburb of San Francisco, not near Santa Clara, but Walnut Creek, and they said, I mean, the, the rain has just been insane. And looking at the weather here, Jerry, legit.
2: Pouring rain Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, yeah. Tuesday, Wednesday. What do they call that, a slobber knocker? Slobber knocker. Yeah, it might be bad. In some ways, to me, that could make it a cool game.
1: Yes, more fun to watch. I think the acquisition of Christian McCaffrey for the Niners will pay off because of the weather. On Saturday, if indeed that's what it is. yeah, He can do so many different things on the ground. I, he could be the difference right there. Now, that, I will tell you, if I turn on, and that's not on the NFL today. That'd be Fox, right? Or, a- uh, or ESPN. That's right, sure ESPN. I think Saturday's ESPN. Whoever it is, if I turn on the pregame show and they show you are looking live at Santa Clara, Levi Stadium, and it's a mess... I reserve the right to change it to a cool game. <laughs> Agreed. Is that fair? That is very fair. All right. So that so we got five games. That one kind of is put to the side right now, dependent upon weather.
2: Right. So the only cool games we got this weekend, Giants-Vikings, Cowboys-Bucks, and if it's a monsoon, Seattle-San Francisco. We have
1: now added that to the mix, I think yes. that's
2: very fair, Jerry. I all think right. that's very fair for us to do. I right, take us home out Thank you, Jerry, so much. Those were... Your cool games. Alan Jerry just brought you a couple cool games. Those were cool games. Super Wild Card Weekend it's got a couple cool games.
1: Now we're making weird sounds. Yeah. <laughs> All right, there you have it. Two cool games and the right to add a third one based on weather tomorrow in Santa Clara. All right, it's a feel-good Friday presented by Casamigos Tequila, brought to you by those who drink it. Make sure you got plenty on hand this weekend. Casamigos Tequila reminds our friends to celebrate responsibly. We come back talking Giants-Vikings
0: next right here on The Fan.
1: All right, 5.43. It is really nice to have you with us on this Friday. Nice, long holiday weekend. Everybody off Monday? No.
2: No, we're not off Monday. <laughs> it's super wild card weekend recap, I know, recap, but it's Martin Jerry. Luther
1: King Day. I know we All come right. in, but I think most people are oh, off yes. on Monday. I think so. You are correct. So it is a holiday weekend. Um, and we've got the Giants and the Vite. Now, we deem this a cool game. Yeah. Uh, Sunday at 4.40. I am... For real, looking forward to this game on a number of fronts. Me too, and they better not disappoint me, the game in general. I think the game will be good. I think the game will be equivalent to what it was last time they played. I think you'll get a lot of scoring. It'll be up and down. That place is because, you know, there are a lot of places we talk about visually not pleasing to watch. Minnesota, for whatever reason, and more so this new building as opposed to the Metrodome, which looked like a dump. Like, this place just looks nice, and it's loud. They do the fake snow I'm I'm into this It's gonna be fun. Will the Giants score more than twenty four points? Uh I don't know the answer to that. Really? I don't I will tell you my pick later might surprise you. Is that right? It might. It might. It might not. It might not. I want to see the Giants score thirty at least thirty points. Well would they score against they, the Colts? They did score. It was like thirty. Thirty four, thirty five. Yeah. But prior to that, it's like they weren't yeah, even no, scoring twenty four points. Like, yeah, come pretty on. much. I'm aware. I know. You come you on, bro. Made sure you told us that every week. <laughs> I'm very I don't much know aware. if anyone heard. But now the thing you've got going for you in this case is again the Vikings defense is not one of the best in the league. So they should be able to get up and down the field, you would think. We'll see. We'll see. It'd be weird though, like if the Vikings
2: win, like Gio's a Vikings fan. You can't come on and be happy. You'd be pissed off the Giants fans, Jerry.
1: Uh, Well, that's his problem, I guess. (laughs) I don't know. We'll cross that road when we come to it. Yes. A uh, lot of people, I would say most of the money is on the Giants this weekend. And that's the way it feels. It feels like most people
2: have this as a Giants victory, even though they're on the road, and the Vikings have a great record. What I'm
1: surprised about is how many people going into this are looking at the Giants as Daniel Jones is going to make an Eli Manning type of run. Yeah. Now, not for nothing. There's no one that has supported the Giants on this station more than me, other than a Giant fan. And that's going back to the summer training camp when the season began, everything. Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley. I have been in their corner from the start of this season. You were all in, Jerry. All in on this, 100%. However, while they were winning games and doing a really nice job of it, until they buried the Colts, it's not like this was an offensive juggernaut. They still were dialed back. I thought, to me, the reason why the Giants were so good this year was because Brian Dable figured out a proper way to run the team. You really feel like there's a difference between a guy that's a head coach and a guy that's a head coach. He looks and plays the part of a real NFL head coach, and I I do believe that the Giants are in really good shape for a long time because Shane and Dable are exactly what they needed, and they are football guys, and they know what they're doing. Let's not make the Giants out to all of a sudden be the Joe Montana 49ers or the Kurt Warner Rams. Well, this was my problem, like, for the last number of years, like in Giants training camp, it was always like, this is
2: oh, this is going to be the year. And then they'd get off to a terrible start, oh, which for they sure. didn't do this year. But here's the segment, Jerry, I'm calling Put the Team on My Back. Yes. Okay. Saquon. I'm going to give you three Giants. Which one... Most importantly, has to put the team on his back. Okay, One, Daniel Jones. Mm-hmm. Two, Saquon
1: Barkley. Three, Kayvon Thibodeau. I knew you were going to say Kayvon That's Thibodeau.
2: right, Jerry, because he's calling himself
1: a Wolverine. Yeah, no, and if you think about what he can do to a game, he can make Kirk Cousins' life miserable. The same way the Cowboys, the reason why the Cowboys drilled the Vikings 40-3, to whatever it was a couple months ago, was because DeMarcus Lawrence and Micah Parsons just ruined his life that afternoon. And he never got settled. He was getting the ball rid of the ball a lot faster than he wanted to, and they harassed him. I uh, hope i got to pick the, You have to I'm pick gonna, one. I'm going to take Jones out of the equation because I don't think he's the answer. I think if he goes and just plays a steady game, they're going to be in good shape.
2: Okay, so uh, Daniel Jones
1: has been removed from put the team on my back. I'm going to say I. Uh, it's either or. I don't think you can – because here's the thing. If Saquon Barkley goes out there and runs for 200 yards and the Giants have the ball for 42 minutes, then who I believe to be the best player on the field is Justin Jefferson. He is neutralized and irrelevant unless unless they throw for 80-yard touchdown passes every time they get the ball. But I think they're neutralized and the Vikings' offense doesn't do anything because the Giants' offense is on the field so long. Conversely, if Kayvon Thibodeau is just crushing Kirk Cousins – they're not going to do anything. So if I had to make a pick, I will say Barkley 1, Thibodeau 2, Jones a distant 3 because I think Jones will just play a steady game. And
2: then so you so hold on. Do it this way, Jerry. Pick your guy, then do the put the team on my back.
1: I would say Saquon Barkley will have to have the mentality of put the team on my back. Then it would be Kayvon Thibodeau. I'm going to put that quarterback on his back. <laughs> and then there's Daniel Jones. Hi, guys. Hey. I put the team on my back. (laughs) Put the team on your back. I like Daniel Jones. I really do. I think he'll play well Sunday. Yeah, I'm hoping, Jerry. I am hoping. I want to come in here Monday all
2: pumped up. Plus, we get another game. Well, look at it this way if they
1: don't. We have Knicks basketball.
2: No, Jerry, we cannot. I put the
1: team on my back, dude. (laughs) I put the team on my back, dude. Knicks basketball. Do we already know,
2: like, um, if the Giants win, they would go here. If the if Vikings win, they would play No, because the NFL reseeds. They reseeds the whole thing. I'm almost – I have to double-check that now. I'm almost certain they, they reseed. Now, here's the interesting thing, and this came up on the program on the Boomer and Geo yesterday, that uh, normally on wild-card weekend, we do get a wild-card upset.
1: Yeah, sure. But it's funny because I don't think the Giants would be an upset.
2: No, I don't. I don't think Giants Vikings is an upset. I don't think. uh, I think if uh, I would say
1: Miami's an upset. Oh yeah. I think Baltimore would be an upset. I even think Seattle would be an upset. Correct. But I don't think the Giants are. I think people expect them to win. You're right. Those three are the upsets. And even the Cowboys Bucks. Most people think Tom Brady's going to win. If the Cowboys win, they're supposed to. I'm to be quite honest. And if the Bucks win, they'll say, "Well, it was Tom Brady." So more likely to get a win, Jerry. Seattle. Miami, Baltimore, Seattle. And yeah. I don't even think that's likely. Mm. I don't think Baltimore's got a chance in hell, and I don't think Miami should even make the trip, <laughs> to be quite honest. <laughs> totally totally agree. <laughs> I hate to say that because I think it could be a great game. I Not with him playing quarterback and not in Buffalo and not with the emotions that the Bills are going to have. There's no way. This is going to be like Marino's last game. Oh, <sighs> would they lose 60-something to 7? 62 seven? to 7. I that guess. was in Jacksonville, right? Correct. Mark Brunel? Yeah. yeah. That was that was sad. That was actually. sad. That was terrible. That was sad. Sad to watch, actually. I do remember that game. And who was the head coach of the Jaguars? Tom Coughlin. There you go. How about that? Who's head coach of the Dolphins? Jimmy Johnson. Uh, really? Jimmy Johnson. Is Jimmy that who was?
2: Johnson got spanked like that? hmm I saw Dan Marino. He was at the last uh, Dolphin game. Yes. They show him on silent. I did see Very him. Very tan. He's in Miami. That is a man who's a. Little if you lived large. in Miami, you'd be tan too. Oh, I sure would. Yeah, they have
1: right? a statue of the guy outside the stadium.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh but, right, he's doing just fine. Oh right. What do you? What would you give? We agree with Baltimore and Miami. What would you give the chances of a? And you got to take into account the weather.
2: Okay. Hmm.
1: What would you put the chances of a Seattle win?
2: I think uh, t- taking into account if there's a monsoon, like we're thinking. You think all bets off 50-50. 50-50. I think that's a 50-50 ball game.
1: Very interesting.
2: By the way, uh, the rules, postseason overtime rules change. Oh, in, yeah. Uh, it's a more. Yeah. So each team has to possess the ball, even if the first team goes down
1: and scores a touchdown. You know it was really easy? What's first that? team to score wins. Well, people always hate. Uh, people hate everything. Come on. right? Then Get it done like, in four quarters. What's wrong with the new rule you put in place? I don't know. It made sense. Well, I don't, actually I don't think it makes sense, but it worked. Oh, they Why were, are we changing it now? Because they
2: were mad at last God. year. Oh, stop. Chiefs
1: Bills when the other uh, How about this? The team didn't seem to get the ball. Be better than the other team. In four quarters. Jesus, God. Get her it's done it's in too four quarters. Much. It really is. It's too much, but whatever. All right. whatever. When we come back, we'll wrap it up, and then Boomer and Gior here on a big football Friday. Right now on Odyssey Sports Minute, brought to you by Jack Pocket. Play official state lottery games on your phone. It is Amy Lawrence talking NFL playoffs. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. We've a lot of time left as we take you to Boomer and Geo coming up at the top of the hour. What else?
2: A weird thing that came out yesterday in the NFL. They said the NFL officials are going to be on the lookout for field gold holders... Illegally placing an object on the field to place the ball
1: on to give it a little bit of leverage to kick field. I wonder most where further. this comes from, though, because like we see everything in HD now. Yes. Can you think of any time you've seen a guy other than put his finger down? I was he putting a half dollar down or something? Well, they said like even a quarter would right. give it. A, they said they they see video of of people picking something up. Hmm. All right, I suppose I would think that's got to be a pretty heavy coin. Because the turf would still make it,
2: I don't know. I'd run out there with one of those, uh, with the thing that they use for kickoffs. The
1: just, black tee? <laughs> yeah, just place the ball right on that one. I, took yeah, I don't snap. think that's allowed anymore, or ever has been in the NFL.
2: I don't understand as a kicker, why can you kick off the tee? You could kick it 80 yards into the end zone. Because they get a running start. And that's illegal for a field goal, Jerry? Well,
1: you get blocked. <laughs> These guys what are trying to kill you. You can't run. You can't have a 10-yard start with them still <laughs> charging you. Are you nuts? Come on now. They block them routinely as it is, and you get like three steps.
2: Oh, I see what you're saying. The amount of time it would take them yes. to run up. WFAN.
0: FM. WFAN FM HD1. New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.